grandfathers. Whether you called him Grandpa, Papa, Pop Pop, you had a special bond with this man. And that's what we're going to talk about next on the Driving with Rob podcast. Here we are back in the truck again on my way to work. If you like the podcast, give me a share, give me a, a comment, give me a like. I would appreciate it. And that lets me know that you actually do like the podcast and, and that I should keep doing it. I would appreciate it. What we're talking about today is grandfathers. In my family, we always call the grandfather Papa, or on my mom's side of the family anyway, we call him Papa. So I will be using the word Grandpa and Papa interchangeably in this episode. But no matter what you called your grandfather, you had a special relationship with that man. And we've all heard the stories about how when your dad came to visit your children, the first thought that came to mind is, this is not the man who raised me. As soon as he walks in the door, the kids go running to him. They're excited to see him. Let's see if Papa's got some candy for these kids. Do you have any money? No, Papa. Well, here, let's see how much money Papa's got. And he starts handing out dollar bills, quarters. My dad even went to the bank one time and got 50 cent pieces because they were special and heavy. And I remember even when I was a kid, when you got a 50 cent piece, you felt like you had a gold doubloon from a Spanish galleon. Just because of the size and the weight of these things, he went to the bank. My dad went to the bank and got 50 cent pieces to give to the grandkids. This was not the man who raised me. Because I remember being a kid saying, Dad, I need some money. And Pop saying, it sounds like you need a job. He didn't give out money when I was growing up. But looking back on it now, now that I'm in my 50s, I understand it. Back then, money was tight. Back then, the kids are eating you out of house and home. You don't have any extra money to just give away to a child who is probably going to lose it anyway. But there's a special bond between grandpas and their grandchildren. Because, see, now the old man has something he never had before. Time and money. Now he has the time to spend with kids. When he was raising his own kids, and he spent every spare minute he could working, trying to make a living, trying to work all the overtime he could, he was stressed out all the time because when he was raising his kids, every problem that came up was something he had to fix. Pop, we don't have any hot water. And he would groan and make a face because the man had worked all day. And now he came home to another problem. Let me go look at the water heater. Dad, my car's making a noise. Ugh, what now? Dad, the washing machine stopped working. Dad, the lights are flickering in my bedroom. When he was raising his kids, there was always something he had to fix. On top of making a living and paying the bills and working all the overtime he could stand to work. Now he comes home and has more work to do. But once the grandkids came along, this man who is used to dealing with issues all the time, every day as soon as he came home from work, now suddenly he has nothing but free time. And he can dedicate that time to these grandkids. The time that he never had for you, he has time for the grandkids. And you may notice that the background noise dropped out. I'm sitting at a stoplight. I really am driving. But anyway, I want to tell you a little bit about my two grandfathers. 
You see, I was the oldest grandchild, the first grandchild on my mom's side of the family. Of all the cousins, I'm the oldest. On my dad's side of the family, I was the third oldest out of about 20 grandkids. So by the time these old men retired, I was old enough to understand what work was and what having a job was and what retirement meant. See, I remember both of these old men going from the patriarch of the family, strong, wise men that everybody looked up to and everybody admired and everybody revered and watched their health deteriorate over the years as they got older and frail and saw what it did to the family, my aunts, uncles, cousins, everybody, to see the uncontested leader the man who helped everybody, the man everybody turned to for help, suddenly being weak and frail and needing help. I grew up as they grew old. And that's kind of what the previous episode of Death in the Family kind of got me to thinking about, was their mortality and my own mortality. But anyway, this is not what this episode is all about. What I wanted to talk about in this episode is the difference in the relationship between the man I called Papa and the man I called Grandpa. See, Grandpa Douthit was a Baptist minister. He was an associate pastor at one time. But he was, we didn't call it evangelist back then, but he was basically an evangelist. Because if anybody needed a guest pastor or a guest preacher, they would call him. And Grandpa was a, was a stern man. He was a very serious, very no-nonsense type of a person. And he was the kind of man who thought that children should be seen and not heard. And I remember many times as a small child, especially talking about the Bible at his house, that I would sit in the corner and listen to my dad and uncles discussing and debating the finer points of Scripture, and knowing that my job was to be quiet and listen. And my dad and my uncles would talk and talk and talk, and my grandfather would just sit and let them debate. And then finally, when he spoke, everybody else stopped speaking, because there was about to be some Bible knowledge and some wisdom dispensed And he was very revered and very respected in church circles, Christian circles. And he was not the kind of man that you questioned his opinions. Like I say, he was kind of a stern man. And I wish that I'd had that really close relationship with him, but I didn't have. Because he was that kind of man. He was a very serious, very thoughtful, very wise man. And the Bible authority in the family. But because of the way that Grandpa was, as a kid, if he talked to you at all, it was a big deal. But he was not only very serious, he was was very revered and respected. And you didn't dare interrupt him when he was talking. And you just always kind of felt like that he tolerated children. That until you got old enough to have something to say, that he really didn't, didn't take the time to take you seriously. Because again, he believed... Children should be seen and not heard. But now my maternal grandfather, the man that I called Pawpaw, 
for my whole life. He was different. And it may be because we live closer to him than we did my other grandpa. And maybe because he was my mom's father, I pretty much saw him every day. And my grandmother and my Aunt Linda, who still lived at home, she was still a teenager when I was very small. Her and my grandmother, my Aunt Linda and my grandmother, were my primary babysitters. So I was over at Papa's house nearly every day. And even as a small boy, I could walk to Papa's house. I could literally see Papa's house from my house. And back in those days, people weren't that concerned with letting their children walk through a neighborhood because everybody looked after everybody else's kids. So I could walk to Papa's. But I had a different relationship with Papa than I did Grandpa. See, Papa loved kids. And I think, if truth be told, he would rather have spent time with kids than he would grown ups. And Papa had a better sense of humor than Grandpa. He liked to hear little kids talk because little kids said funny things. And he would make comments that were meant to be funny and not taken seriously because he would tell my grandmother, Mamaw, he would tell her things and then look over at me and wink. And even as a small child, I knew that that meant that he was just joking, that he was just teasing her. And there are a lot of stories I could tell you about Papa, but I remember one time... Just to give you an idea of what kind of fella he was. I was probably 12 years old, 10 or 12 years old maybe. Well, Papa was sitting in the recliner, and I was sitting on the couch, and he was watching a baseball game or something on TV, whatever it was. Well, Memo came carrying this just really heavy, big potted plant through the living room in front of us. Well, it seemed like she was always working. She was always doing something. And this was a big potted plant. It was one of those, those plants that was in like a, a, a container that was probably the size of a five-gallon bucket. And neither one of us offered to help her or really made any notice of the fact that she was carrying this, what was obviously a heavy potted plant, through the living room back to the bedroom. Well, about the time she got back to the bedroom, we heard this horrendous crash the kind of crash you would expect to hear if five gallons of dirt and potted plant suddenly came to the floor. We still never moved, never flinched, never made any move toward checking on her or going to help her. She comes back through the living room, never said a word. We never said a word to her. On her return trip to the bedroom, she has a broom and a dustpan. And my papa said, did the crystal pop off your watch again? Because obviously a piece of glass the size of a quarter is what made that horrendous crash. She just kept walking. But this was my papa's sense of humor. And I credit my papa with whatever storytelling ability I have. Because there were countless summer evenings where we would have lawn chairs out in the front yard on a hot, steamy summer night. And papa would just tell stories about things that had happened, things that had happened to him things that he had heard about happening to other people. And his friends would come over. Other old men, other old papas, would come over and sit in the yard with us. And unlike my grandpa, who never engaged me in conversation, or very rarely, papa was telling me stories. And he would look me right in the eye and say, you ain't going to believe this, but, and he would tell me a story. 
but he would talk directly to me. And I always felt like my grandpa talked in spite of me, even though I was there in the way he talked anyway. But Papa would actually talk to me. And I would hear the old stories that he would tell and the old stories that the other old men would tell. And it wasn't just old-timers talking about the old days and telling old stories. Papa included me in every story. He would talk to me about politics, and it was up to me to keep up as an 8, 10-year-old boy. He would tell me things like, and this is why we can't trust Lyndon Johnson. And things like, why, if Kennedy hadn't have been shot, Nixon would have got elected in 64. You know, he would tell me stuff like this. And it was up to me to keep up. He told me everything that was wrong with Jimmy Carter. And even later in his life, he told me how Ronald Reagan was the best president we'd had since Eisenhower. But he included me in these conversations, whether I was old enough to understand it or not. So really, I guess, one big difference, one major difference between Grandpa and Papa was that Papa wanted me there. I wasn't just an annoying kid that was in the way. He looked forward to seeing me. He wanted to see me. Now, I still loved and revered and admired Grandpa, but Papa was the one that wanted me around. He enjoyed his grandkids. And as of yet, I don't have any grandchildren, but I have five sons and one daughter, so I have a good sporting chance, don't I? And when you wonder why grandparents and grandchildren get along so well and have a special bond and a special attachment to each other, this is why. The old man has time now. The old man has a lot less stress on him than he used to have. He's probably retired or about to be retired, and he doesn't have as much to worry about. And at this stage in his life, he's learned to recognize priorities, to know what's important and what's not important. And granddad has a tendency to not stress over the little things, like dad does. Because Grandpa Papa has already come through and made it out to the other side and realized that worry is a waste of time. And I like to think when I get to that point, when I finally have grandkids, that I'm going to want them around. And I'm going to talk to them like I expect them to understand what I'm saying. And I'll have candy and quarters and 50 cent pieces. And I'm going to teach them to call me Papa. And that's going to do it for this episode. I appreciate you listening. Appreciate you downloading. Give me a like. Give me a share. Give me a comment. And if you subscribe or follow, you'll get a notification when I release my next episode. Thanks again. I'll talk to you next time. Bye now.